You're listening to episode 57 of the Fuel Your Fire podcast with your host, Liz Heron. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Fuel Your Fire podcast. I'm Liz Heron, ex-corporate marketing executive turned burnout coach. It wasn't that long ago that I was a burnt out, overwhelmed, anxiety-ridden perfectionist trying to juggle all the things. Fast forward to today, where I help listeners and clients to ditch their people-pleasing ways, say yes to the things that light them up so they can live a life without burnout. I created this podcast to help you recognize the signs of burnout and give you real-world, tangible action items and inspiration to fuel the fire inside you. If you are overwhelmed, exhausted, and ready to reclaim your flame, then you are in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, hello, friend, and happy election day. I love election day. <laughs> I really do. I get so excited. I have I voted early, but I've been saving my sticker to wear today because I'm super, super, super excited. I usually vote in person, but obviously with the pandemic, it's been different. So I voted early, but I held on to my sticker so I could wear it today. Election day is like my favorite holiday. I know we don't decorate the house. There's no costumes, but it's just... It is so exciting to me that we have this day where we get to, as a country, right, make our voices heard and decide what direction we're going in. And I have been interested in politics, gosh, since I was a little girl. Like the first election that I remember was 1984. Geraldine Ferraro was the vice presidential nominee. And I remember watching her acceptance speech at the convention and thinking that wait, if a woman could be vice president, then a woman could be president one day. And that blew my little seven-year-old mind. (laughs) And since then, I have been involved in in all sorts of ways on political campaigns. I've worked on campaigns as a paid staffer, as well as a volunteer. I mounted a one-kid campaign for Jesse Jackson in my house in 1988. I tried really hard to convince my parents to vote for him in the New York primary. That didn't go my way, but (laughs) I've definitely experienced the high of having your candidate win and the heartbreak of losing as well as the in-between, right? That like crazy uncertainty. I remember in 2000, I was working for a political um, action committee and that, that whole uncertainty like that, like what's who won, right? Like not knowing. So Hopefully we won't have that tonight. For me, right, speaking of heartbreaks, there was no greater heartbreak than election night 2016. That was a tough one. I had volunteered for Hillary's campaign in California and in Nevada, and I had voted with her, voted for her with such pride and certainty. And the aftermath of that election was devastating. And I have been waiting four years (laughs) to vote for a new president. And it has been a long four years, y'all. Oh, my word. And I don't know about you, but these last four years have really burnt me out. So, and if that's you, I completely understand. I think it's, it's, it's a collective burnout in this country, right? We've been under constant stress, right? We're mentally and emotionally exhausted, we wake up wondering what now, right? Like 
being on the West Coast, waking up and knowing that there's already kind of been like a head start on the East Coast. It's like, what? What is it? Right? Each week has just been, it seemed like a month and each month feels like a year. And that was before the pandemic hit. It felt like every week there were, you know, five major news stories that like these that would dominate things. You know, it's like a blip, right? They keep coming. So if you are also burnt out from the last four years, I get it. And one of the things, right, that we see with burnout, one of the key burnout symptoms is cynicism and apathy. The idea that nothing you do is going to change things. And we see that with folks saying their vote doesn't matter. Ah, that's already decided. One vote doesn't make a difference. And if that's you, if you're thinking your vote doesn't matter, I challenge you to also think about where in your life are you thinking that your voice doesn't matter? Where are you thinking that it doesn't matter if you ask for help, you're not going to get it and that you'll just have to deal with it? Where are you keeping your needs and your desires quiet because you'll just be disappointed again? Where are you sucking it up because you don't want to disappoint others? I understand the apathy and discouragement. That is what burnout does. It wears you down until you think you have no fight left in you. But I'm calling bullshit. Okay? Because voting is just step one in making things change. Voting is the first to ask. So as citizens, we have to employ all sorts of other tactics to make sure our voices are heard after election day, right? And making sure that our elected officials represent us. And that same goes for everyday life, right? Same if you're burnt out, not just from the election cycle, but you know, career burnout or relationship burnout, mom burnout, you're going to have to speak up and ask for what you need multiple times and in different ways. Because your needs and desires are valid and worthy. Look, I know it can be hard to ask over and over and over again for the same thing, especially when it feels like no one is listening or cares. But that means we have to get creative. We're going to have to shout a little louder, right? We see it with the people marching in the streets this summer. That's taking their vote one step further. That's getting louder, getting more creative, demanding. So in your everyday life, that means having multiple conversations with your boss or your partner about your bandwidth and what you need. I see this a lot with my clients, this idea that it's like, oh, they're doing a lot around the house. They're feeling burnt out, but, oh, I'm not going to ask my partner because I asked them once before and they never do it or they didn't do it. Right? Yeah. You're going to have to ask multiple times because it's important because you deserve it. Right. It might mean setting boundaries and keeping them. So people know exactly what you will and will not allow. Again, right? Thinking about that mar- the marches and the protests, this idea that's like absolutely not, not on our watch. Right? I think about whenever I see like those mass protests, not just here in the US, but in other countries where, you know, they've kind of like shut down their government, right? And like, or gone on strike, right? Like all these different ways to kind of say, nope, mm-mm, look, I asked for what I want and now I'm demanding it. Election day is a day where the entire nation gets to use their collective voice to say which direction they want the country to go in. And I love that. There's so much energy in this idea that we get a say, that that we do have some control. 
And your vote, no matter where you live, matters. So even if, like me, you're in California and it's kind of a foregone conclusion that it's a blue state, your vote still matters because energetically you're adding to those other votes, that chorus, right? You're amplifying it. It's, it's a much bigger, bigger number. But there's also so many things on the ballot that do affect your everyday life, like, you know, m- local races and school board things, right? Like props, propositions and, right? So all of that stuff matters. And so today I want you to use your voice to make your demands for this country heard. And I want you to use your voice to make your needs heard in your personal life. Because yes, today your vote matters, but today and every day your voice matters. And so you might have to get a little creative. You might have to, you know, find different ways to ask for what you need. You might have to, you know, give it another go, right? Start marching in the streets, <laughs> start, start staging a protest in your living room <laughs> to get what you need, right? But again, not just sitting by and, and and taking it. So if you haven't already, please go out and vote. If you've listened to the show or follow me on Instagram for any amount of time, you know, I am voting for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, and I am asking you to vote for them as well. So, um, going to keep it short and sweet. Cause I've got to get back on the phone bank. I've been phone banking and text banking for the last couple of days, trying to get folks out to vote. So I'm going to get back on that, but I want you to have a great week. I'll talk to you next week when we will hopefully be celebrating a Biden-Harris victory. All right, happy election day. Are you ready to learn how to put your needs first without guilt? Then apply for my six-month coaching program. I have four spots open this month for new clients, and one of them could be you. If you're interested, email me at hello at lizheron.com. That's hello at L-I-Z-H-E-R-O-N.com.